Sesrunir, or Hall of Many Seats, which is an upside-down ship crafted of gold and silver. Midgard. If you are human, this is where you once lived. Midgard rests in Yggdrasil's branches and is connected to Asgard via the Bifrost, a massive bridge constructed from a single rainbow. The city of Boston, Massachusetts, is very close to Yggdrasil's trunk, making it a useful point of entry to and exit from the other worlds. Alfheim, the home of the Light Elves. Alfheim resembles Midgard in many ways except that elves, not humans, live here, and there is no night. The veneer god Frey rules over it. Alfheim is kind of an upscale neighborhood, so be on your best behavior if you visit. Otherwise, you might get arrested for loitering or trespassing or just, you know, not being an elf. Jotunheim, the world of the giants, or Jotun, is primarily mountainous, with great drifts of snow, half-frozen rivers and lakes, and, well, giants. Giants are large and not particularly careful about where they step. Be cautious traveling in Jotunheim. I've had more than one friend flattened under a giant's boot. Nidavellir, the underground realm of the dwarves. This world is chilly and dark because the only natural light comes from a special glowing moss. The buildings are equally gloomy, though the furnishings within are one-of-a-kind creations, for dwarves are master craftsmen. If you want to pick up a souvenir, like a magic hammer or a foldable boat, be prepared to pay handsomely. Dwarves take gold, all major credit cards, and your head, if you lose a wager with them. One section of Need of Lear is called Svartalfheim, the land of the dark elves. But this isn't really a separate world, and the Svartalfs aren't actually elves. They are dwarves who have some veneer blood since they descended from Freya. Long story, Freya doesn't like to talk about it. Muspelheim. This is the land where fire giants and demons dwell. Imagine the surface of the sun, populated with angry, heavily armed burning people. Surt, the lord of the fire giants, rules this world and doesn't appreciate visitors. Best to steer clear. Niflheim. An inhospitable, frigid region of mist, ice, and fog. It is where the frost giants often reside. Great place to make an ice sculpture or store meat if you run out of room in your freezer. However, since high summer temperatures hover at around minus 30 degrees Fahrenheit, I'd wear your warmies. Helheim. The dead who don't go to Valhalla or Folkvanger end up here. It's a cold, dark, lifeless place full of miserable souls who died of old age or sickness. To get there, you have to ride down an icy road into the pitch-black valley of death, cross the river Giol on an iron bridge guarded by a giantess, somehow get across the wall of corpses, and finally arrive at the Hall of Hell, the goddess of the dishonorable dead, where you'll be served famine, hunger, and misery for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Suffice to say, Helheim rarely makes it on the list of top vacation spots for the Nine Worlds. A few other points of interest? At the roots of Yggdrasil is a magical well of knowledge, overseen by the ancient god Mimir. Or at least Mimir's head, because that's all that's left of him. Drink from the well, and you can learn important stuff. You have to pay Mimir for the drink, though, and the price isn't cheap. Just ask Odin. But I'd wait until he's in a good mood before asking. Travel among the worlds is allowed, though some restrictions may apply. There's one place you shouldn't visit, however, and that's the massive abyss of nothingness called Ginnungagap. True story. Long ago, before anything was anything, frost from Niflheim spread into Ginnungagap and met with fire coming from Muspelheim. No big surprise, the frost melted. Some drops turned into a humongous giant named Ymir, 
A few generations later, Odin and his brothers Vili and V killed Ymir and turned his body parts into Midgard's oceans, sky, earth, and plants. Ever since then, the giants have hated the gods. Moral of the story? Avoid Ginnungagap. You just never know what might happen there. The Gods and Goddesses by Hunting Me again. Did you think my contribution began and ended with the explanation of the Nine Worlds? Apparently we were both wrong. So, the Gods and Goddesses. These divine beings permeate all aspects of our cosmos. They belong to one of two tribes, the Aesir or the Veneer. The Aesir are warriors. They dwell in Asgard and handle most aspects of law and order, defending it in battle, maintaining it through their swift and often deadly system of justice, and, on occasion, disrupting it by means of pranks, tricks, and crimes. They cherish loyalty, honor, and...